I'm so grateful for you. Uh, that might be a peculiar opening to most people for a, a podcast episode, but I am. I'm grateful for you. Uh, I'm grateful for this space. I believe podcasts, as with social media and as with every area of our lives, that what we make it and we can make them powerful, influential spaces for love, for justice, for greatness, and for glory. And so here I am a week before my 45th birthday. Today is Monday, February 22nd. I'm excited to be with you, to be sharing with you, to introduce a special collection of podcast episodes. Let Your Life Be Your Sermon podcast episodes focused on conversations in my garden. I'm welcoming you into conversations with some people who I talk to on a regular basis, who inspire, who encourage me, who help me elevate my thinking, who help me love more deeply and care more profoundly, who inspire me to be intellectual, but to also be tapped into my emotions and understanding how to be love and how to walk in love and how to, as the title of my podcast says, let my life be my sermon. So I'm welcoming you, thanking you for being here, for being a part, no matter how you're watching, how you're tuning in, how you're listening. I want to share some of what these five podcast episodes will be about. Conversations in my garden is from this concept that each of us has a garden. Uh, some of us, we often just think about our weeds in our gardens. There are a lot of messages out there about haters and enemies and people who aren't for us. But this podcast series will encourage us to think about the blessings in our garden as well. What in your garden, uh, your life is feeding you? What in your garden is encouraging you? What in your garden is sustaining you? Who's watering your garden? Do you water your own garden? That's a question I've had to ask myself. Often, I was dependent on other people to water my garden, and I had to start to ask the question, what am I doing to sustain myself, to sustain my own own mental health and my own spiritual health and my own light and love and well-being, to center myself in understanding who I am, to tap into the Christ in me, the spirit in me that will allow me to live fully and to set an atmosphere. Wow. Much of what we'll talk about in these five podcast episodes will be about how the way we tend our garden allows us to set an atmosphere. More than anything right now in my life, I want to take an atmosphere with me wherever I go. And I want it to be an atmosphere of grace, an atmosphere of power, an atmosphere of love, an atmosphere that uh, speaks truth to power, but also deals with power in loving, constructive ways. An atmosphere that shifts systems and brings down unjust constructs uh, and looks at society and says, wherever I go, society, I'm going to bring with me who I am. So I'm going to have to cultivate my garden and plant things in my garden that grow more wisdom in me and more joy in me and more understanding in me and that allow me to, when I encounter hate, to bring love, right? That when I encounter injustice, to bring justice, to more than work for those things, but to be those things, to more than think on concepts and speak about concepts, I want to become justice. That's my goal, to bring an atmosphere 
And, you know, as I, as I get closer to this birthday, over the last five years in particular, I have been shifting in my time that I spend encouraging myself. A big part of my garden is my, my place in my garden where I encourage myself. I found that often I couldn't, I was looking for people to be encouragement and I was supposed to learn the lesson that sometimes, yes, people can encourage us, but often we have to set aside time and ensure we have space in our gardens to encourage ourselves. So I developed playlists and I look at uh, different Bible verses and quotes from great leaders and and great thinkers and, and great philosophers and artists. And I pay attention to those. And then I have uh, books that I read. And then I have mantras that I say to myself to encourage me. Because I can't go out and keep encouraging other people unless in my garden I establish a space where I encourage myself. Just me and Christ and Holy Spirit sitting at a table saying, let me pour into Veneta. Sometimes and often. Our gardens become those places uh, where we sow and we plant and we determine who we want to be as givers so that we can yield great fruit. I believe that giving is a spirit. Giving is a key and essential part of my garden. I believe what Christ says is in the red letters in the Gospels that if we give, God will ensure that it's given back to us, pressed down, shaken together, running over, good measure. People will begin to give back to us so that we can continue. I think it's a cycle that the more we give, the more is given back to us. And then the more we give and then more is given back to us until the atmosphere that we bring with us is an atmosphere of pouring out and being filled and giving and other people giving. And the power of that is it was about what we cultivated in ourselves and determined that we were going to bring wherever we go an atmosphere that shifts what's already in the spaces we're in. So where I work, the atmosphere changes because I bring a different atmosphere. Yeah, where I live, it shifts and it changes. Now you may be listening, you may be watching and you're saying, wow, those are lofty concepts. Can that really happen? I've seen it work and I've seen where uh, when my posture changes and when I'm going to determine that I'll bring the positive, powerful part of who I am, no matter where I go, that if I say my behavior and how I treat people isn't contingent on how people treat me, then I am bringing an atmosphere that shifts the atmosphere that already existed. And if we get enough people around the world to say my life is going to be the most powerful, love-centered, influential message that I ever deliver, more than what I tweet, more than what I post, more than what I say, my life, how I engage you, how you engage me. And in my faith tradition, this, realizing that how I treat people is a reflection of how I treat Christ because he said, whatever you do to them, you're doing to me. So in my garden, I ask every day, as I contemplate, as I pray, I ask this question, what am I doing to Jesus? However I treat people around me, that's what I'm doing to Jesus. That's a powerful question for me. What am I doing to Jesus? It's a key part of my garden. It's a part of it 
that helps sustain me, that waters me, that strengthens me, uh, that makes me understand what weeds I need to get rid of, um, the things that I need to be concerned about in my garden. Let's be together this week. I hope that you're able to tune in to catch each, each episode, each special Let Your Life Be Your Sermon episode from the series Conversations in My Garden. And I end the way I started. I'm grateful for you. Grace and peace to you.